Hello, Mr. Michaels. Hello, Mr. DeVita. How are you? I'm good. You're, I'm you're, alive. you're, you're increasing the stock on Turner Classic Movies even as we speak. And Mike, because I haven't been watching it in a while, there's really been nothing on that interested me. Oh. It seems, like seems like they're filling out all the crap movies now. Well, <laughs> I guess they can. They're thinking, okay, let's let's put on everything now. What, what are they going to do? Go go out and see something else? Yeah, really. How are you so, doing? No, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I, I'm so used to being indoors all the time that the, um, the, the self-quarantining isn't really that big a deal. Um, it's the, 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 if I think about that, oh, I can't go out, I can't do that, then I get like, oh, but in reality, I very rarely leave my apartment <laughs> building anyway. Well, your Starbucks adventures are now, uh, are, 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 are now, are, are now brief interludes. Uh, there, there are, they aren't. Right. I mean, the closest one that's open, I don't even know if they're, I don't even know if that one's still open. I haven't checked my, my app to to see. Um, there was one at 93rd and Broadway was the closest. But, you know, honestly, I don't really miss it all that much. Surprisingly. Interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, we, we, that's a really big question, actually, that uh, uh, that Mary was even saying. Uh, how many... Uh, uh, you, brought, you brought this up perfectly. I don't even need to give a lead into this. Uh how do, do you, what's going to happen to businesses now? Do you think people are going to say, oh, I didn't need that. Oh, I don't want that. I found something better. What's, what's, no, uh, I don't. In the <laughs> short run, in the short run, yes, I think. But then, you know, human nature being what it is, they're going, to, people are going to go back to, to, to their old habits. May, you know, maybe slightly less. So maybe I won't be going to Starbucks five times a day. Maybe I'll only go once or twice a day. <laughs> Oof, so much coffee. Oh, my God. Oh, well, it's, well, you know, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one is, um, I mean, we all know, or if you don't, you're going to know now, that I'm a, I was an avid Starbucks fan. Yep. And I have the mobile app, so it's very easy. Um, and they do these things, you know, they're, they're called dashes, where if you buy, like, if you go every day after 2 o'clock, five days, you get 150 points. If you, you know, buy three of these things, you get 75 points. So I would do those. And sometimes I, you know, I'll admit I, I would get crazed. And I was like, oh, I can do this whole dash in, you know, about six weeks to do this dash. I can do it in one day. You know, so that's all I would. So they're and sending then, you a car, I think. Look at that. And then, well, well, wait, then I'm piling up all of these fucking points. You know, so then I have all these points I've got to use. So then I get all these free drinks. So it's like, well, why not? Well, they're not free, but you know what I mean. Of course. So, so you know, it would be like, okay, so you know what? I don't feel like making lunch today. I'm going to get myself the grilled cheese sandwich. So boom, on a walk with Max, go get the sandwich. There you go. The five o'clock walk with Max was always let's stop and get a coffee. Um, I, and you know, because the other thing too is because I I suffer from migraines, the, the caffeine would be very, very helpful. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, but anyway, I'm finding that, you know, I discovered we have a coffee maker. <laughs> 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 and, um, we actually have some coffee in the pantry, uh, and I've learned how to use the thing, and so, you know, now I have my, I have my iced coffee at home. 
And the coffee expired uh, in 1997, but it's okay. It's yeah, now it's, it's espresso. Actually, it's actually kind of. It's actually. It's actually rather new. It's, it's, oh. it's coffee we bought for last Thanksgiving, so it's less than a year old. <laughs> okay, that's not so bad then. That's not so bad. I think the expiration date is like sometime in Feb, uh, next February. So oh, excellent. So we're so we're okay, but um, but yeah. So but no, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think things will. I think things will change. There's no question. Um, but I don't think that people will just completely go quit things like Starbucks, cold turkey. Um, right. It, it, it will come back. Um, now, the, the question remains is, will the one on the corner around from me come back? Um, uh, and if it doesn't, that's like, well, fuck. Um, but, you know, I lived in this neighborhood for 20 years. 20 years, 17 years, however long, right. uh, without a Starbucks on the corner. So, well, you know, if I have to do it again for another 20 years, God willing, I will. It's, it's just, it's just what it is. I'm, I'm concerned about, um, I mean, stuff, it, it like, stuff coming back, um, that aren't going to come back. For example, I mean, let's talk about what we do. Let's talk about the theater. Let's talk about, let's start with Broadway. I just think a lot of shows are not going to weather this, and they're going to be gone. I mean, we've already had two shows closed. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Woolf and, and Hangman, two shows I wanted to see. Right. Um, I think some of the other shows, some of the musicals that have been struggling, um, aren't going to weather this at all. Um, and, and, and I talked about this with someone else who said, well, the big gargantuan hits are going to survive. And maybe they will, but there, but there has to be a point of no return, literally, where even, even the huge hits are going to be using up their cash reserves. And how can they stay open? I was thinking of that, that you may get a couple of, of those, of those juggernauts who, who the producer is going to say, okay, we made our money. Let's, let's just leave it be and then close it. Well, you know, and, may, and maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. But again, you think about some of those shows, and the reason they're gargantuan hits is because New York is a tourist magnet. Well, right. how long is it going to take New York to recover from that? You know, so right. are, when are they going to start coming back to New York? Now, historically, it happened fast. After 9-11, we boomed. But that was you just know, a few they, days of closure. So that was like right, a, exactly. a very long weekend. Right. This wasn't my, and, and, but also people started coming, they were, they didn't allow it to frighten them um, from coming to New York. Right. This, you know, who knows? And who knows what's going to, what that's going to do to us in the long term. And as I said, some of those hits that have been running, you know, for, I'm not going to name names, but I will say we've been running for 16, 17, 30 something years. Right. Are are they going to, are, no matter what their cash reserves are, are they going to weather this? Right. And um, just the projections you know, in terms of, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the projections in terms of, uh, uh, tourists, as you had said, I spoke, uh, Tim Moss had also said this, I spoke to him and he, he had brought up the fact that, okay, so even if we, even if everything reopened in May, uh, uh, it's all this time. Now we're going to have leery tourists for a long time. And then how many businesses are just, and how many people are just having to pay the bills before they can start thinking about their vacation again. So even if we opened in May, it could be well into the, into the fall before okay. people said, okay, now I'm going on vacation. Yeah, and where are they going to find the 500 bucks a seat that these, some of Thank these shows you. are now charging? Thank you. So, 
you know, and I'm concerned because some of these long-running shows I actually love, and I would love to see them continue running. Um, so, and I, and you know, like everybody else, I don't like to see anybody out of the job completely. But you know, the other, but on the other side, it may change the business model. I don't know. I'm just making this up out of my, you know, I'm pulling this out of my ass. But it may change the business model. Model. It may help foster new works, finding more homes. Um, who knows? That was going to be my, that was going to be my question. See, you saved me another 10 minutes of lead in. Uh, uh, do you think, uh, even, even the big time shows, you think just to, to stimulate, you think tickets will, will be what the, what, what the common man can afford? Uh, or, or you think it's going to skyrocket, just try to make back their money? I, um, I'm going to answer that as diplomatically as I can. <laughs> it, will, it will depend on the producer. Right. Right, it well will depend put. on the individual producer and how um, they want to run their their business and run their show. Right. Um, but you know, and again, who and who knows? I, mean, I understand why things are so expensive, and it's not just greed, uh, although that's a big part of it. Um, it just costs so damn much to do anything in New York, of course. You know, no matter, I mean, you, even just like walking down the street, it can end up costing you, you know, 10 bucks by the time you're done. Well, um, someone was once saying the 20 is the new five and things like that. So, yes, uh, yeah. New York's the place. You know, look, look, you know, like I said, I would walk max and, you know, all of a sudden I find myself passing Starbucks and there I am dropping five, you know, five bucks of my husband's money on a coffee I don't really need. <laughs> But you want it, and so that's what New York is all about. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, the short, you know, the, the the simplistic answer is that it will bounce back. It will bounce back differently. I think there'll be. It, it, it depends. As I said, it depends on 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 the producer what the ticket prices will be. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the days when, like, when we were kids and we could go to the half price booth. Oh yeah, and get and get a show and get and get to see like get to see on the twentieth century for like four dollars and fifty cents. No, that's no, no, no. You know that that's never going to happen again. Um, you I'll know, take forty dollars and fifty cents, but yeah, four dollars. I'll take forty dollars and fifty cents. That's not a bad yeah. price, but yeah, but you know, I also remember when ticket prices went up to forty dollars, and and everybody was up in arms. Yeah, yeah I remember, I, I remember that too. when Forty Second Street opened with a twenty five dollar top. And and everyone was just screaming about twenty five dollars, and that you know it, now you can't even get standing room for twenty five dollars. It's funny you talk about Forty Second Street. I was I was in the audience. I'd seen the original Forty Second Street, and there was one line in it that the the actress there played it straight to the audience. Uh, she said, "Come on, kids, you got to do your best." She literally broke character, turned right to the audience, and said, "They're paying nearly thirteen dollars a ticket out there." And yeah, the was, audience went wild. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I actually, I think I paid the $25. And then, of course, I had to hear about it from my mother for yeah. a month after that. You paid 25 Well, of course, because I put it on her credit card. That'll do it. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> but, uh, no, but I paid her back. I was too young to have my own credit card. And so, anyway. Um, but it's... As I said, I'm I'm used to being home. I'm used to being 
indoors. I'm used to, uh, that, that's, you know, as, as, you know, as Leo DiCaprio said to Kate Winslet, you know, I kind of figured you were an indoor girl. That <laughs> line always resonated with me because that was, you know, kind of me. Um, but, That's going to be my new nickname. When, when when you call or I speak to you, and uh, who's that? Oh, it's the indoor girl. <laughs> the indoor girl, yeah. But but you know the thing is, I am I am uh, I'm I'm using the time even more so than I did when I before this. Um, you know about New Play Exchange, right? Yes, of course. And um, and I'm sure you know I'm a new New Play Exchange. Advocate and junkie. I cheer each time I see another review of your works. Click like. I think it's wonderful. Each time I see that on Facebook, I'm thrilled. Oh, so do I. Who are you kidding? I mean, I love it. It's like, you know, it's the safest rim job I've ever had. Um, (laughs) Cut that. Cut that. Do not edit that out. Please. Are you kidding? That's the high point. That's, that's... I'm even going to make that a quote. Safest rim job I've ever had. Dot, dot, dot. dot I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I really do have social Tourette's. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, what I have discovered about New Play Exchange, um, and it's closely allied now to Facebook, because I've, I've been reading a lot, and this is since before this whole uh, COVID thing, mm. uh, or coronavirus. I, I mean, I've been reading a lot of plays and recommending a lot of plays as well. And there's a there's a whole, there's no other way to put it, there's this whole growing family of NPX users. Uh, and it's like this own little social group. And we've, you know, I've met a lot of writers by recommending their work, and then they and then they recommend mine. Then, then next thing I know, I get a Facebook friend request from one of them, or I will Facebook friend request one of them, and and we're kind of all working together now. Yeah, it's it's, it's like we're inspiring each other, and it's lovely. It's really lovely. I have I have daily conversations via. Uh, direct message with a number of uh, actually I was in the middle of one when you called with a number of the writers um, and and it's very inspiring um, and I love that we're supporting each other's work it's it's a wonderful wonderful thing the other thing that I'm doing is you know I you know I went to the Kennedy Center last summer for Indeed. the playwrights intensive right. and again another extraordinary experience and I met uh, a number of wonderful writers, and I've uh, stayed in touch with a lot of them. Um, two of them, in particular, uh, I, I got a, a, an email from one of them saying, "Look, uh, Marge and I are, are going to be meeting on Zoom to do writing uh, sessions, where you know we're, we're, we don't talk or anything, but we're there and we write." So I've been doing that with, with, with these two writers since like September, where we will meet for like two or three times a week. We uh, chat for about 20, 30 minutes, and then we write for 90 minutes. That's it. Oh, wow. Then, um, so, so and, and it's intensified since we've all become, um, as, as I, my Facebook, as my friend 
Cecilia Burke posted, and I shared her posts today. I'm not um, sheltering in place. I'm an artist in residence. Oh, that's brilliant. Isn't that great? Uh, I have to to steal it. Brilliant. I'm going to steal that, too. That's really brilliant. Yeah, it's on on my Facebook page, um, so so steal it. Taking it. Yep. Be my guest. I mean, I stole it from Celia. Do you know Celia Burke? Of course, you know Celia Burke. If yes, you know I do. Celia Burke, you, yeah, she's 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 brilliant. Indeed, she's absolutely brilliant. I mean, she, you know, God, you know what would kill me? I would die in ecstasy. Is if she and Mary sang together? I don't think I could stand it. <sighs> well, then I'm I'm going to have to tell Mary that she's going to have to not to kill you, but to to make you thrilled. And and I think uh, the two of them need to definitely sing. Oh my God! The two of them together would be like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Um, yeah, of course you know Celia. Celia did the, the fable readings. Yes. Yeah, of course she she was she was Apple. Right. So um, so, so she was utterly uh, hilarious. I have to tell you, she was utterly she was hilarious. Terrific. She was terrific. She really was. She really captured. She really captured Ethel Merman. And and she really captured the real Rose too. So that was really it was a lovely. And it's like as I go forward with that, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to keep her attached to it. Well, she you um, gave you gave her lines that were absolutely brilliant. Just where's the fucking downbeat? It was it was it was really it was it was flawless Ethel Merman and flawlessly uh, delivered. Oh, thank you. Now thank you you, you had said something very interesting before. The simplest remark you had said spending your husband's money. Uh, I, I know you're being, I know you're, you're supplying us with a quip, but let's talk about your husband right now. He's in the front lines. You know, he's... Yes, he is. He, he is. He's, uh, for those, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, um, my husband is an oncologist and he is, um, uh, fairly high up at, uh, Columbia Presbyterian, um, and he is in, he's, as you said, he's in the front lines. They, um, they have been told that they can work from home on days that they're not scheduled to see patients. Right. So, you know, there have been, since last week, there have been a, I mean, he worked from home last Thursday and Friday. He was off this, this weekend. Um, but his clinic days, the days he sees patients are Mondays and Wednesdays. So he knew he would have to go in. So he is working today. Wow. Um, but over the weekend, they did go down a doctor who who has is is sick and uh, not not coronavirus. I don't want to go there. No, right, right. But you know, so but they, you know, they're down a doctor who was out, and so now they're they they're scrambling to keep coverage. So he will be in on premises every day this week, <sighs> and and it's rough. It's scary. It's because. He's there, and he's dealing with immunosuppressed patients. You know, these, these his patients have cancer. So it's a very frightening thing. And I'm going to get on my soapbox here. I understand this whole, you know, that we're that it's a crisis, and I'm and I'm fine with it. What really ticks me off is that this whole testing thing, and and and, and they're only testing people who are showing symptoms. They're not testing the doctors. And that really, uh, that's, I'm sorry, uh, I don't agree with that. These are doctors who are dealing with immunosuppressed patients. Yes, if they test positive for the virus, they will have to be quarantined for two days, for two weeks, and they will be down a doctor at that time. But they won't spread the disease then. 
Exactly, exactly. You know, and so I'm, I'm really annoyed by that. And, and I have to say it, it does scare me because I like spending my husband's money and I don't want to become a widow. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, none of us want you to become a widow for all sorts of different reasons. Uh, well, well, I mean, I, and I don't, it's, it, that sounded extremely selfish and, and glib, and I didn't mean it that way. But it's like these, the ramifications, they're, they're, it's like, it's like dominoes. It's just one, one person, more so than ever before, we all affect each other. Yep. And, and like, I, I will look out my window, uh, um, and I, I will see, like, like Friday when we when when, when it was warm, mm-hmm. and we were we went out to walk Max, and he headed the dog headed right for the park, which is unusual because he doesn't really like Central Park. But Friday he went right for it, and I almost went out of my mind. I have never seen so many people in Central Park. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? So I, I said to Joe, we're not taking him into the park. Again, I can't. I don't want to be around the, this, this many people. And then Saturday, it was the same deal. The park was like, uh, uh, and, and yesterday as well. And, and this was after Cuomo went on his rant about stay the hell out of Central Park. I He's was about right. to say, you're, you're not alone. He, he went nuts over it as well. He's right. He's absolutely, and, and I will look out the window and I will and I look in the park and I see these people and I'm thinking, what the hell are you thinking? Why are you there? Everybody affects everybody else. Now, of course, today it's miserable, it's dreary, it's blah. No one's out on the street. I can't even get Max past the awning of our building, which is fine with me. But, um, you know, it's like, like, Max, pee on that car. Pee on that car. Go ahead, pee on that car. (laughs) He won't do that, but, you know, I'll get him there someday. I'm sure. For those of you who don't know about the car, there's this jerk who parks directly in front of our, our building entrance purposely blocking our access to the street. And he's been doing it for two years and we can't do anything about it because it is a legal parking space. So if I, you know, and he, and he's very deliberate about it. He's doing it. He lives like three blocks away. So there's really no reason for him to be doing it. So you're teaching Max to hop up onto the trunk and make a poop and that, and then hop right off. Well, if I could do that, I would. But I, I mean, I'd be happy if he just lifted his leg on a tire. But yeah, well, Max is Max is well trained. He won't do it. No, I actually he just goes to the corner, does his business, looks at me, and says, "I'm not." <laughs> that's it. We're going back in, and we just yes. time for a treat. Excuse um, me. Yes. But anyway, let's get back to the, the topic at hand. Um, so that you know, that's my soapbox about what's going on and what's going on with, with my husband, the doctor. Um, now, God now you're the wordsmith. You're the wordsmith. So, so your opinion's coming out, but he's the strong, silent type. How does he feel about this? He's going into a war zone. I said this to Jed Ryan. You know Jed Ryan. Uh, I know the name. I don't know him personally. Oh, okay. He, he's, uh, aside from being a nightlife guy, he's also a registered nurse. And so right now he's a soldier. And so so your husband is also a soldier right now. He's going into a war zone. How does he feel about it? Yes, I know he's dealing with his patients, and that alone, the, the, the nerves of steel, the, the strength of character you need to, to be an oncologist must be incredible. But now he's he's... He's in a war zone. How, how does he feel? How does he feel about that? He's the strong silent type. He doesn't talk about it. Wow. He, he just, he, he, you know, it's his job. It's what he does. I can tell um, that he's, he's weary, and I can tell that he's nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't 
Um, he doesn't talk about it all that much, and, and I know not to push it. Right. Um, I did, I mean, we did almost get into words over the whole, my, my rant about why aren't we being tested, or why aren't they being tested. Um, and, and he got, uh, he, he sent the signals that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm skating on the black guys. So I'm just going to turn around and go back to the, the shore. Right. Um, um, but you know, I think he's, I think he's tired. Um, and, and as he said, this is just the beginning. Mm. Uh, this is going to take, you know, as well, they're all saying it is, you know, as Cuomo is saying, this is going to take months. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but luckily, I mean, right now we're both asymptomatic. Good. I mean, we're not showing any symptoms. Um, I mean, I sneeze a lot, but that's because he dusts a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every time he pulls out a Swiffer, I'm sneezing for four hours. There you go. Um, so, you know, but it's like, it's interesting. You know, you know, Scott Tickles. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant playwright. I mean, he's, he's just, he's wonderful. He posted something on Facebook today that just had me gasping for breath. I was laughing so hard because he was absolutely right. I sneeze and I freak out. I, I cough and I'm like, I'm dying. And it's like, do I have a fever? Are my glands swollen? Am I going to die? That's, oh, yes, completely. And he's absolutely right. I mean, I, and this is something that I think that I have to fight myself going there. You know, I have to stop myself from, from falling into those fears because I do it myself. Is this really just a run-of-the-mill migraine or am I dying? I, am, I feel that it, every day. I, I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in that deadly, uh, that deadly demographic because of my own health issues. Where, where if I get it, um, the, then, then I'm gone. Uh, so I might sneeze because I have three cats that I'm now forced to live with without a breath of air in between, and, mm. and suddenly I'm thinking, uh oh, well, that's the end of that. Yeah, well, in January I went into that sixty or above category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're a healthy guy. Oh great! Oh great! That's wonderful. Um, but but you know I'm I'm relatively healthy. Uh, and that's the other thing too is I laugh because like oh my god I, I I'm you know I I, I I do have shortness of breath. I, I do I, I do sometimes you know and then I realize yeah you're also like fat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I knew it when you said shortness of breath, and I was in my head. I'm thinking. What is the clever way he's going to say that? But you didn't go there. He just said, yeah, I'm fat. <laughs> well, I completely understand that. So we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you're eating vegetables. I'm still eating London broil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well I, I washed them down with potato chips. So I com kind of completely understand which. Isn't potato chips a vegetable? I'm almost sure it is. Yeah, it is. Sure, why not? There you go. Sure, sure, why not? It's like you know, it's like you know, like on Friday, I I, I posted a, a photo. We had delivery. We had a, a um, five napkin burger delivered. So we thought, what the hell? And I posted a picture of it, and a friend of mine was was uh, was like, how dare you post a picture of that on Lent when I'm craving that and I have to eat fish. And my initial response was, Lent? What the fuck is Lent? Thank and then you. I remembered. Thank you. And yeah. then I read, oh yeah, I grew up with that. And then, and, and then um, so I just said, it's tofu. 
Well, actually, Beyond Burgers are really good. Um, I, I don't think anyone believed that you had tofu. I don't think anyone believed it. Not anyone who's seen Philly, that's for sure. Well, there you go. Um, so at least you you guys, uh, amid the, the, the five napkins, you're you're still taking good care of yourself. Joe is, is, is being precautive and everything like that, so... Yeah, so all's good. Yeah, and, and we're doing a lot more cooking at home, and, and I haven't burned down the apartment yet. Um, in fact, I think, well, do you guys eat fish? Uh, no, we are complete okay. uh, plant-based. Complete. Okay, no, because I'm, I'm making salmon for dinner tonight, which is uh, relatively healthy. That was one of my favorites. So, okay, so and I can't look on your Facebook if you're going to take a picture of it, that's all. Uh, nah, I'm not going to I'm, I'm take a picture of it. I haven't, um, no, it's... I actually haven't been on Facebook all that much today. Uh-huh. Um, well, I've been writing. I started Good. a new project this morning. Yes. Um, I um, uh, have a friend, uh, a, a young man named Andrew James Lenny. He he lives. He's from he's from Ireland, and he lives in London. Um, we met via the message boards on Broadway World thirteen years ago. When he was a teenager, huh. and he um, smart, smart as a whip kid, and we just sort of hit it off. and And he and his family would come to New York every December. It was a standard trip that they would make. Right. And uh, one year, I mean, I I throw a huge party for the Broadway World family that that I have made from people I've met, and he. He, his mother allowed him to come to one of them um, with his, his cousin chaperoning, and, and he was about 15 or 16 at the time. Smart kid. Anyway, he's, he's grown up. He's going to be, and I think he'll be 29 this year. Um, but we've always talked about working on a show together. Um, he's in London now. He was in um, the, the West End production of The Commitments for the entire two years of its run. Wow. Um, midway through the run, he was... He, uh, uh, he kept his role, which was a nice, sizable supporting role. We went over to see him, um, and then he um, he was added as standby for the lead, and then when the show closed and went on the road, he went on the road with it as the lead. So um, so he's doing, and he does, um, he's doing very well. I mean, that show's closed and, and over with, but, right. but he, he's doing some TV work, he's doing some voiceover work, but he's also a talented composer, lyricist, and he has written some shows. He's a terrific musician. He conducts. Anyway, we're, we, we've been talking about working on this particular show for, for years, and now that we're both you know, artists and residents and we've got time, um, we Zoomed for two hours this morning and we started the project. I was going to, again, you, you saved me another 10 minutes. Uh, uh, so many artists I'm hearing are doing that, and I was going to ask if you're doing that. Uh, we, everything from performances, which are now suddenly readings are being done via Zoom, to, to full collaborative sessions. I think it's amazing that uh, that the live theater has taken technology under its wing to, to help it out. So I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, that you, you've saved me, actually. You, you know, you've curved into something I wanted to talk about, and that is I want to, I want to talk specifically with you and with Dennis about getting together and doing some Zoom or Sky or whatnot, it's not Skype. Skype is so fucking unstable, I can't stand it. But um, <laughs> doing some, some uh, streaming some readings of Stable and Goddess of the Hunt. 
I would kill. I would kill to do that. You're not the first person. Gary Morgenstein sent me his play for it. I have several others that, uh, that are doing it. I have clients that are now doing stage readings. It's becoming, I hate to say the trend, considering how morbid that sounds, but, but I'd love to do it. It's, it sounds yeah, like it's so, going to be amazing. So, so, so we, the three of us, should talk about how we can, can work this out. Because, you know, cause I, these, these scripts are... These two in particular are starting to take a life of their own, um, with, you know, Fable being one of the top ten uh, picks on, on Ken Davenport's list. Right. Um, which was, uh, that came out of the blue. I did not see that coming. I was like, whoa. I was so excited by that. Um, oh, please. It's about time he listened. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. I don't think, I mean, I like Ken. I, I really do. I know that's not a popular opinion in the industry, and, and to those people I say, you don't know him. I like him a lot. Um, and he has been, and he's been very supportive of me. Uh, through, I mean, he, he was doing a reading series, and Philly was, was a, a finalist for that. He, it wasn't, ultimately wasn't chosen, but it was still a finalist for that. He, he's made Fable. Uh, one of his top ten picks. I'm I'm thrilled with that. I just it's just wonderful, and and I I like Ken, um, and I, he you know he's he's got a he he's got a big heart. He does. Um, and well, I think he's terrific. I, I I when you said yeah. about the industry, I'm like really. I think he's great. He's very supportive. He had a wonderful festival last year. I know he was yeah, he was originally well, planning well, to do uh, it again this year. Let's see what happens. Another one, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so but that was really lovely about Fable, and then, and then I don't know if you saw about about Goddess is now um, a semifinalist for B Street Theaters, uh, right? I saw festival. that. So I'll know in mid-April if it's one of the four, uh, the top four finalists. Um, that would be lovely. That would be so friggin' exciting if it were. Um, but you know, if it's not, that's okay too. And I mean, you know, because now that that show always will have that semi-finalist credit right. to it, which is lovely. But, you know, I would like to get, I would like to get them heard by a larger audience, because I think, I do think that, they, well, I think all my shows have legs. I mean, we all, all of us playwrights, every single one of us think our shows have legs, they think they're wonderful, and they want them out there to be heard. Yeah, but, but your That's years, thing that I your years in advertising uh, has taught you what is, what is sellable, as well as what is enjoyable. And so yours have legs because you understand both uh, both legs that it needs to have in order to walk. I, I guess. But see, I think that this, that this streaming thing, I want to, uh, you know, I think it's a wonderful opportunity for us. Yes. And we, we'd, be, we'd be all idiots not to take advantage of it. I'm so glad you said that. Can. Good, good. I see so many people giving opportunities for people, and I think we need to grab it. If nothing else, just yeah, to, to mark this occasion. But I need help. Because I'm a no, because I'm an, I'm 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 a digital immigrant, and I'm not a particularly you know adept digital immigrant. So I mean, a lot of these, the, you know, I love the idea. I think we should do it, but a lot of it flummoxes me. So you know, the idea of putting it together myself would have me. Ha well, I'd be you know fuck the coffee. I'd be like three martinis a day, um, <laughs> and bars deliver. I've heard. <laughs> I actually, you know, I contrary to my 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 popular reputation, I actually don't drink all that much. You like Dean Martin? You like Dean Martin? And kind of. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, if I have one martini a week, that's a lot. But you take 12 pictures of it, so there you go. There you go. Well, I do love my martini. I mean, I will be honest. I do love it. Um, but, you know, one's enough to knock me on my ass for, like, days. I hear you. So, yeah, I hear you. You know, I'm not 30 anymore. When when everything uh, comes into some sort of momentum, I won't say gets back to normal, but I'll say when we're in some sort of momentum with all of this. Oh, that's a good way to put it. I Thank like you. That. Yeah. I would love to, to talk to you about, about Zooming your place because your work is terrific, and let's let's get people to hear it. You know, where else are they going? Okay, uh, they they don't even have to worry about affording it. They just need to sit at their computer and be totally mesmerized. Well, or or not, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I think it would be, I mean, I would love actually to, to form a coalition of, of writers where we all, you know, we just sort of, look, we form our own digital company to, to, to present our works digitally. You got my vote on anything I can do. Great. Well, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Doug, thank you so much for speaking to me. Uh, uh, oh, thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. Oh, my I, pleasure. I really wish, wish Joe my best. We're thinking of him when he's at the front lines. And, and uh, wash your hands and drink plenty of alcohol. Uh, and wash your hands. Get a soap. That, whether, you know, get, get something that's got um, some kind of moisturizing, like argon oil or something in it, because that helps. And there's the advertising person coming out again. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, Whole Foods has a. They, they, they have this. Um, hold on, I will go look at it. Um, I have it right here. <laughs> they have a line of soaps from France that are. Um, what are they called? Oh, fuck, of course it's around. A la maison. A la maison de Provence. Um, and they are. They're soaps, so we have them in the, the, the pump bottles. And they're soaps with olive and argon oils. And and they're great. I mean, my 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 hands are, are, are they don't look like a sixty year old man's hands. They're soft. They're smooth. Well, I'm also fat, so they're plump. But um, <laughs> the, you know, I'm washing my hands constantly, and they're not drying out. So that's my tip of the day. Order there you go. Whole Foods. Go go to Whole Foods. Get their a la maison line of, of soaps with the olive and argan oil, and you'll be fine. I'm just picturing you with one of those 1950s ads holding the bar of soap in your bathroom or something like that. Doug, thank you. I'm going to go wash my hands with a la maison. I look forward to that. Regards to to you and to Joe. Be well. I look forward to to speaking to you again when you're ready to start the the, the Zoom Theater Company. You know where to find me. All right, and give my love to Mary. I certainly Thank will. Thank you again. Thanks. All right. Ciao. And edit that yeah. rim job line. No! No! It's the best part of it. I'm quoting it. I'm making a meme. I hate you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll talk Thanks, to you pal. soon. Thanks, pal. Ciao. Okay, bye.